Okay, uh, good morning. Uh, we're back on the air again and we're trying to catch up on some of the last episodes. So uh, I think last we talked about, or in about 1966, I think we got the story of uh, you learning how to do some body work and some painting and you had a dog that you couldn't kind of keep a handle on because he kept going away, Mr. Houdini. Um, what else do you remember from back 1966? Um... I God, it's it's a long way back, but yeah. okay. Uh, you were only two years old when uh, when that happened. All uh, anyway, sixty uh, uh, six. Uh, uh, You're still at Dunlop, right? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, uh, but uh, I remember. Uh, 67, although it was well into 67. Uh, in fact, it was September the 25th, 67, when John was born. Mm -hmm. And that brought uh, a big change into our lives. Uh, we already two girls, but then we, we have John. So, uh, and for me, I was... Uh, thinking along the lines of uh, my dad being very uh, protective and self-conscious about uh, having an unsoiled name, so to speak, like I had. But for me, it was the name Willems will be established in our bloodline in Canada, and that's why I never wanted to change it. When I got my citizenship, I could change it for free uh, um, if I had a very difficult name, but it was simple enough. But when uh, that one time when my dad said, if you ever get in trouble with the law, I want you to change your last name. I, won't, I don't want a son who gets in the wrong way with the law. And I always remember that. and. When they offered to change my name, I refused on that score. Just, uh, well, I have had no reason for it. Yeah. Uh, so I, I kept it the ex expressly yeah. for that reason. And because uh, I see, I see my dad sitting there in his, uh, in his chair. He had a chair just like this, mm -hmm. and he, he would sit with one arm uh, leaning on, and then the other hand would do the other half of the talking, or uh, uh, adding a punch to what he was trying to say. Right. Uh, he had his, his own way of of uh, getting his points across, mm -hmm. and that was one of them, not the only one. Uh, so the you're, yeah, so the surname was pretty important to your dad. Yeah. And now you got John coming along. Yeah, so you've got a, a male that will carry on that last. Yeah, time. right. Yeah, and then uh, John had two kids, both boys. Yeah. So it goes on again from there on. Um, I'll be long gone right. before, but uh, uh, at least it satisfied yeah. me that I because my dad, my mom and dad, they had seven kids, mm -hmm. five boys, two girls. 
and only uh, Harry had one boy. Yep. Joseph had two girls, mm -hmm. so the name wouldn't carry on. Hiervan, Harry's son, uh, uh, never had any kids, mm -hmm. and I doubt very much in the 60s that he is going to start a family now. Yep. So I was the only one left to carry on the bloodline, yep. and I was very much aware of that. So uh, when uh, John came along, at least I got this far. Mm. And life goes on and I didn't give it much of a thought. The next thing I know, John comes back from the States and uh, well, we got married and they were in Arizona. Mm. I think it was in Arizona. And that was on around New Year. It was in the New Year. and. Uh, uh, he came to tell us that they got married and they had their wedding celebration afterwards, but uh, well, John got married, so maybe, maybe, and it wasn't, well, I don't know, I forget how long after, but well, Tammy, uh, that was his wife's name, Tammy Osman, uh, is pregnant. Well, okay, so uh, we are looking forward to, uh, so what's going to be? Well, if it wasn't a boy, ah, one generation less to worry about. It's going good. And uh, not long after that, uh, there is the second child coming. And it's also a boy. I thought that is... That's Typical. Uh, if he tries one more, he's probably going to get a girl. But anyway, uh, it never was. But I remember uh, John when when he was born. And well, I was going to say because you've had two girls up to now, and now you've got a boy. So what's, yeah, what's what was was there any differences between um, well, early the, ages with the girls than uh, with John outside of the fact that you've got your last name? Yeah, but there? outside, but John was. The girls were, at that time, easier going than uh, than John. It, well, as long uh, as you had potatoes anyway, so. Uh, <laughs> yeah, I'll never forget that. The funny thing is, uh, she sits there with, like Tam, with her chipmunk cheeks and sitting in a high chair with the fork straight up and I'm ready for battle mm -hmm. and uh, more potatoes. As you could hardly see because most it was filled with potatoes. But yeah, she was, <laughs> she was, but she was very easy going, uh, uh, a lot easier going than than Sonia. Mm -hmm. In fact, it was the easiest of them all. But so, how was John as a baby? John, uh, he got into mischief when he could barely, as soon as he could walk. Uh, he he should have never been kind of taught to walk, leave it on himself. Eventually, he'll start walking, because once he did, uh, it took both of us to keep an eye on him, and I was never there, because, uh, well, I had to work, I was always doing something, mm -hmm. and uh, Mom didn't have enough eyes to keep an eye on him. Mm -hmm. And as luck would have it, the next-door neighbor was... Uh, 
also Dutch, and they had a little boy, and if he wasn't the same age as John. Mm. And those two, as soon as they could bark, they got together and oh what was it what was his name? Uh Mark uh dear maybe his last name would come in a minute, but Collard? Collard. Collard. Mark Mark Collard. And um, Mark's dad was uh he was a, a, a barber mm -hmm. And uh uh, yeah, we got along great with them, uh, and also with the people that came in after, yeah. uh, because the, everybody there was renting. So were we at that point. So John and Mark were they were buddies, yeah. and uh, the things that they got into, uh, and a lot of it was quite innocent. A lot that's not mischievous. Uh, uh, the one thing that I come home one time, and then did you know? Do you know what Mark and John did? No, I wasn't here. They sat on the stoop in the front, and they got into the college garbage pail. And at the time, everything went into the garbage pail, yeah. and there was no uh, uh, no recycle. No. Yeah. So. Uh, they took the cucumber peels out of the garbage, even though she had emptied the coffee ground mm. on top of it. And they took them out, they had them in their hand, and they're sitting on the front steps, mm -hmm. eating cucumber peels with coffee ground on it. Mm. And Mark's mom came out and she uh, yelled, yeah, have you seen what to so the but that is how they were. They uh, and they always seemed to manage to get into trouble. Not bad. It was not that called for uh, severe punishment or anything. It's just boys are boys. It uh, and and those two, they really belonged together. And I don't know who sat behind the wheel, but anyway, they always got where they wanted to go. So. To me, it sounds like it's kind of deja vu between you and Wheel. Uh, <laughs> your parents, your your mom and dad would have sat back and laughed, thinking, "Now, now you know what it's like." <laughs> uh, yeah. Well, uh, okay. Uh, it's payback time. Yeah. Uh, I often, when I saw those two together, I saw myself with Wheel again, mm -hmm. and uh, and then I thought. Well, they didn't mean that bad, you know, they, boys are boys. Yeah. Uh, but uh, we didn't mean bad either when I was small. Mm -hmm. It is just that um, parents are are worried about their kids and the things that... Uh, and at that time, when I was young, the, the parents didn't worry that much because they didn't have that control possible, that possibility to overprotect them like... You you got seven or eleven kids, like the Bardos, I, I yeah. forget now, it's eleven or thirteen, yeah. fourteen. Uh, you can't keep an eye on them all. You got, and especially at the time, you got work to do, and it was not eight to four or nine to five. Yeah. It was until bedtime. Well, you had spares too. Uh, 
You could lose a kid and you'd still have lots left over. Uh, oh, oh, yeah, well, uh, that reminds me of the one farmer back home. He had 22 kids. Holy cow. And he had his oldest son, and uh, his name was Pete. And he, uh, he died. And it was a couple of Sundays after the funeral of his oldest son mm -hmm. that he went to the cafe to play billiards. Mm -hmm. And that is not done when, uh, after mass, everybody yeah. went to play billiards. That's where I played my first game. Yeah. Uh, that was n normal, that was tradition. And uh, so Bert, was the, the father's name, sitting, uh, uh, sitting in the cafe waiting for his turn to play billiards. And one of the farmers says, uh, uh, didn't uh, Pete just get, uh, get buried, uh, you know, when you're here today? He didn't want to say uh, it isn't right, but just yeah. to remind him, it's not a proper thing to do, to go to a cafe and have a game of billiards and and a glass of beer. Mm -hmm. uh, you should be in mourning rather than celebrating something. So, uh, yeah, he said, I know it isn't right and I know it isn't done, but now Peter's dead, he said, it is so quiet in the house. And I was sitting there too, and I, uh, I didn't burst out laughing because that would have been very impolite, yeah. but I couldn't help but chuckle inside. Mm -hmm. Uh, how can it be quiet when you got only 21 left? Yeah. Uh, uh, Bert Nielsen was his his name. Uh, Nielsen. Yeah. Anyway, you got a lot of kids if you can't count them on your hands and toes. That's a good sign you've got too many. <laughs> uh, well, they never seem to have too many because uh, they never said. I never heard anybody say, "Oh, we shouldn't have had that one or that one." Yeah. Uh, it was always. Okay, yeah. but my uncle, who apprenticed with my dad in the very beginning in 1920, mm -hmm. he was my mom's oldest brother, right. whom young, and he uh, he had a customer. He started his own business in the town where his wife came from. He uh, he got to he met this girl and he married her. He started the bakery, mm -hmm. and uh, the girl's father, kind of helped him get along to get the bakery. Yeah. And uh, he had one customer. And uh, mind you, it took him, uh, yeah, it took him uh, two or three wives, but he had 33 kids. Oh, wow. He had two complete soccer teams <laughs> and 11 cheerleaders on the, on the site. Uh, and that's the best customer he had because he, he load up and he only had one place to go. And then he had to load up to, to deliver the bread to the others. Yeah. But uh, yeah, he, uh, I never, I think that was the biggest. And I thought uh, Bert Nellis with his 22 was, and he had uh, the, the crown in our village. Mm -hmm. But Omian uh, had a customer. <laughs> the, he did one better. Uh, so John's born in 67, good friends of Mark. Any other mischievous things you recall at the young age they got into besides uh, eating cucumber and caffeine? Uh, he called up. <laughs> oh, he, uh, uh, you buy him little toys like 
he was crazy about army men. Mm -hmm. And he was uh, playing games and he set them up and uh, this one against the enemy here. And uh, he moved them all around. And then one time he started to hide them. And he even took them along when he went to the washroom. And he could sit on the toilet for the longest time playing with his army man. Mm -hmm. But then he started to hide them in the fold of the overcurtain. And uh, he's looking for something and it's on the top of the cupboard, you know, like like a chest of doors. Mm -hmm. But he couldn't get to the, to the top of the chest of doors, so he pulls the door out and I thought that was pretty neat. Well, mother didn't uh, think, you know, you don't have enough ice for the guy. But to figure out at that age, when you're too small to get to the top, how do I get there? He pulls the drawer out and he uses that. He calls up on it. Then he calls out of the drawer to the edge. Then he kind of pulls the next one to get to the top. And when it seemed like a questionable, the whole enterprise, he probably got ticked off. He opens the drawer and he pees in on, on the linen that is in the drawer. <laughs> and that was clean linen. That's mm -hmm. not the, the soiled clothes. So that, of course, didn't make mother happy, but boys are boys. Mm. Uh, and then when, once he started going to school, but that was, of course, uh, much later. I, uh, 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 I remember when he was in his later grade school mm -hmm. years that he didn't come home in time. And I got upset at him and I said, I hope you have a good explanation because you're going to need one. You know how much you too late you are, you know. And we were sitting here and mom is worrying and you have to eat and blah, blah. And then, hold it, hold it, dad. No, I can explain it. Well, okay, explain. I got a job. What do you mean I got a job? Well, I went for Dickie D and I asked him if I could... Go on the ice cream car, you know, like a three-wheeler bike mm -hmm. with the ice cream on the front, and uh, and he right away he had me on the spot, and he told me, there it is, and you go because he apparently was didn't have somebody to run his ice cream cart, mm -hmm. so John got hired on the spot, mm -hmm. and he was going around, and uh, so he got the job, and well, you can't get upset even though. We didn't discuss it, but he goes out on his own initiative. Mm -hmm. He wanted to make some money, mm -hmm. and you can always play, but uh, I think he found it not only exciting, but he got close to the supply too, because oh. he, <laughs> see, it all works together. Yeah. There's always a secondary reason for everything. How old was he at the time, do you remember? Oh, was... Uh, uh, what? Yeah, 13, 14. 13, 14, yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, but it was, it turned out that it was more or less his way of doing things. Yeah. Because uh, I don't know if he was in high school. He must have. You started high school. Yeah, and then he. He came home, same thing. It was after six. And, uh, well, he is that much older. I said, John, 
what what happened where have you been and no he said i can i can explain you know McCarroll hardware at the four corners i said yeah i went there to see if i could get a job i said but this in the middle of the school year you well he said i can work on saturdays and pretty soon it's going to be the, the, the summer vacation. Mm-hmm. Everybody's going to be looking for a job. And I kind of like the hardware store. It, uh, it looks like the workshop. You know, you, mm-hmm. you, you get all kinds of tools, you get all kinds of screws and nails and what have you. And that appealed to him. And Well, he, he knew more about it because he, over, the, over time he always watched me. Yeah. And uh, so he... Uh, he got the job, and uh, as he is talking to the man that uh, hired him, uh, so the man was putting a new screen in uh, an aluminum frame, like you know, screen door, yeah, or screen window. It was a window, I think. And uh, so he's putting it in, and John is watching, and he says, uh, "Would you be able to do this kind of thing?" Because I need you to, to not stand there uh, selling stuff in the store. Yeah. I need you to be in the back here to to fix whatever comes in that has to be fixed. Yeah. So if somebody comes in with a broken screen, would you be able to uh, do this, what I'm doing here? Mm-hmm. Well, he says, that's, uh, I think that's simple, straightforward. Uh, uh, you put the screen over and then you roll that that rubber thing in there or the beat yeah the 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 thing and uh and then you cut the rest off and there is your screen and and then ralph ralph mccarroll he was the boss i always dealt with his dad before but uh ralph said okay john and he says your name is john right yeah uh, here is another screen because they brought two in. You do the other one and I'll watch you because there was nobody in the store yeah. and the door was open from the back room to the store and there was a bell so uh, he would always know. And so John, he, he gets this piece of screening and he puts it on and he's watching and it goes fairly well. It's pretty neat, pretty neat. Uh, well. I have to go home, but it is close to clearing time, and Jean went home. But he got himself a job, mm-hmm. and he got to work some hours after school, like on Friday. It, it was open till nine, and on the weekends, like on Saturday, mm-hmm. that's when he got his work. And then during the holidays, because he wanted to get a job before the big crowd starts to yeah. flood the market. Uh, so he was always, uh, that, uh, he had to be busy, didn't matter how, and, uh, and always watching, 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 how do you do this, and asking questions, uh, what if, what if. Yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, he was a curious bugger. So Apple didn't fall far from the tree then? Uh, uh, not from the pear tree. Uh, <laughs> But you no. mentioned about uh, carrying on the name and uh, having son. How your dad uh, would have been happy with that? Oh, did, he, did, did your dad get a chance to? To see he never that? knew. The funny thing was, yeah. 
when Tam was born, the doctor in the hospital put out the blue beach, mm. which means it's a boy. Yeah. Because otherwise there would be pink beads, and they put that under, around the ankle or around yeah. the wrist or whatever. Yeah. And uh, uh, they put out blue beads and boom, 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 boom. I'm going to let that know, but I can't let him know until the baby is here. Yeah. Well, it's a good thing I didn't let him know, and we didn't have the phone. Hey, Dad, yeah. I think we're going to know. Uh, so uh, I had to write, we have uh, uh, another baby, and uh, so which I did. And it, that could have known that both would have been girls, because he had two girls first and had five boys. Yeah. Uh, actually six, but Fons died. At, right after birth, and uh, uh, but uh, so it turned out that they quickly had to change the beach to pink mm. because it was a girl, and yeah, uh, <laughs> a hand around as a billiard ball, a couple of little hairs in, mm. in one curl on the front of the head, as opposed to Sonia, full head of black hair. And uh, John had a fair amount of... Uh, and, and John, the funny thing was, he was as blonde as they come mm. when he was born in the first few years. And then he was like my brother Theo. As he got older, his hair got darker and darker until it was more or less like my hair mm. when, when I was young. Mm. Uh, and it turned very dark, ne dark nearly black. It wasn't black, but almost. And John had the same thing, and Theo had the same thing. But when I left the old country, Theo was blonde, like mm -hmm. he always had been, mm -hmm. full head of hair. And the next, the next time I saw him, he was starting to get bald already. Mm -hmm. And I saw that he had dark hair in the picture that was once sent that my brother, I forget which brother sent me that picture, but Theo was in that, and my brother Joe and his girlfriend or partner, whatever, yeah. uh, they were in that picture, and I couldn't believe, I never saw Theo since I left, yeah. but, and I didn't see him then except in that picture, and the first thing I knew from his face, that's Theo. Yeah. But there's something wrong here. And his hair was not blonde anymore. His hair was as dark as my hair ever was. Mm -hmm. And But he started to lose his hair at an earlier age. Mm -hmm. And uh, just like my uncle, Oom Jan, yeah. uh, who had a bakery in Bantoot. But, uh, yeah, uh, uh, and when John went to high school, uh, he, he got, they were not bad things, it is just that, uh, well, uh, you, you get uh, a note from the teacher, uh, they want to talk to you, and uh, you get this interview at the end of the school year or something, and the parent-teacher uh, evening. Mm -hmm. 
So you, you go in there and then you talk to the different teachers. And, uh, well, yeah, he's doing fine. And, uh, no, he's a great student and he's very enthusiastic and blah, blah. But, you know, they want to, they don't want to yeah. scold your kid. But there's a but coming somewhere. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and, uh, uh, well, he can distract other uh, students. Mm -hmm. And uh, he likes to play around. Because sometimes it seems like he's bored or something, and then he starts doing his own thing. We can't have that in school. Uh, uh, but, uh, yeah, well, he's, or he's passing the grade fine. There's no problem. So he gets his report card home, and I look at it, but I was talking to the teachers, and especially the, the one who gave me the lowdown on his behavior. And... Uh, he comes home with the report card, uh, a pass, he puts the thing down, and I look at it, and uh, well, he uh, uh, ate uh, like 80%. Um, I don't think he ever went under 80, but he went 85, but he never got 90 or over. Mm -hmm. And I thought, if he has time to spare distracting other kids, then he could actually pay more attention to get, you know, like Semper Excelsior, you always strive for the higher. And so if he paid more attention, he could get a better score. That 85 didn't need to be 85. It could have been a 90 or a 92. But uh, so aim for a 90. I said, John, how come I don't see a 90 in there? You're getting close, but you never get a 90. He said, well, Dad, I know, but I don't want, I don't want to be called a brown noser. <laughs> so that was his reason why he didn't try harder. And he had the same thing in, in high school, all through. Uh, uh, he knew his stuff, but for some reason, uh, he, uh, he didn't want to go to the, to, to the, to the extreme, like uh, get everything out you can. Uh, in that respect, he was different. Uh, Sonia didn't. She always said that, well, I try, but I can't, Dad. I can't, I can't. I don't understand. And, well, I can't say how much capacity. They, you, you know, I, I try when they do homework with them. I kind of get a feel of what their capacities are, and I thought, you can do better. But, mm -hmm. well, uh, when they get older, there are more distractions, and um, how can I... I cannot say you can do better, supposing that she can't. I don't want to uh, come down hard on her because she could have done better. Maybe she couldn't. I don't know. Tam, on the other hand, she was very studious. She, uh, oh, there's a brown noser I've ever met one. Uh, <laughs> no, 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 she was, she was shy, but she was, she was competitive and she had to, uh, uh, she had to be, she had to be better than the rest of the class mm -hmm. and she had to be better than she was last year. There is, if there was room for improvement, 
that's where she had to go. Mm-hmm. But she was kind of shy uh, most of the time. Mm-hmm. John uh, was more outgoing? Sonia was more outgoing? Uh, oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Uh, that was, uh, I thought, was was funny, but... Uh, so all of your kids, when you take a look at it, um, would, you know, who would... Uh, John remind you of as far as in your family as far as taking out school you yourself or uh, yeah, yeah yeah no I, I uh, uh, why would I deny it I had a great time when I was young mm-hmm. uh, I remember my days with Will and we never meant to do anything bad well, we no. were always exploring and trying to find out things and why is this why is that yeah. uh, so uh, yeah, that reminded me of, uh, of of John. And when I was in the workshop, as soon as he could get in there on his own, mm-hmm. uh, he was always watching. I mm-hmm. always gave him something to play with. I made yeah. things from scrap, yeah. uh, you know, like playing blocks and what have you. Mm-hmm. But he was not so much interested in playing with the blocks than with how... How, where did this come from? Mm-hmm. And how was that made? And how do you do this? How do you do... John was also very curious, so I kind of saw myself in him. Now, what about uh, Sonia? Sonia, she was... Well... Uh, who, who, she, who would she take after? Or did she take after anyone? Uh, well... Or all uh, his family? Uh, well, she was her own person. She had an unfortunate start when she had to go to the sanatorium. Yeah. And of course, because of that, we were plenty worried. Because at that time, it was a wicked sickness. Mm. And people actually, as the one that gave it to her, actually died from TB. So it worried us plenty. And we overprotected her. And that turned into a sport kit which uh, well, she took advantage of the luxury because to her, once she got home again, mm-hmm. well, she just carried on like she had never been away. Okay. Not that she forgot that she was there, but mm-hmm. uh, she went right back into the, the rut, let us say. Mm-hmm. But uh, she was the o- older than the other two right. by quite a bit. And uh, so she always wanted to have... Extra privilege because she was the oldest. Except when it came to doing dishes, Mm -hmm. then she was not the oldest. Uh, 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 Yeah, who does she remind me of? Uh, I didn't know mom when she was young. But going by the stories she has told me about her childhood, um, yeah, that makes a good candidate. Okay. Uh, but Tam, mm-hmm. uh, she didn't, when she was younger, she didn't remind me expressly of anybody because mm-hmm. uh, it, it didn't show because uh, I didn't know my mom when she was uh, younger because yeah. I couldn't be. I wasn't even born yet. In fact, my mom wasn't even married yet. So I couldn't have known her when she was mm. so much younger. But uh, um, I could have gone by 
what she was telling me. But yeah. uh, later on, when I got to know my mom as a child, learns the mother to yeah. know the mother, and I saw my mom's character, behavior, and things like that in time more than uh, in the other two, way more. Mm-hmm. Uh, in fact, I saw John somehow in my dad somehow too. But um, And as time went on, more and more, time came to be the representative of my mom. Mm-hmm. And then when I got the idea uh, that, well, she, uh, I never thought of it when I was younger. I never knew about it, but I read and heard about different things. And somebody introduced me to what they call reincarnation. Mm-hmm. And as things would happen when my mom died, I wasn't there. And it seemed to me, and that thought occurred to me, and you start focusing. Once you get a certain thought in your head, you're not trying to to try and dismiss it. You try to enhance it. And the more I got to thinking about it, uh, the more uh, in so many ways it seemed like my mom. And uh, then I got to thinking, well, maybe my mom wanted to come back in one of my kids mm-hmm. to make up for not being there. I was the only one not there on the moment she died mm-hmm. while I was notified in plenty of time. Yeah. And more and more I got to thinking about that. But that doesn't necessarily have to be the case. In fact, it probably wasn't. Maybe it was, I don't know would be nice but uh, I have watched her and yeah my mom would have done that yes oh oh yeah I, uh, for some reason I was kind of spoiled by my mom and my dad made up for it on the other side because somebody had to put control on so he always did the settling the debt. Mm-hmm. And uh, uh, when I come out of school, and uh, especially later on, when uh, when she was sick and bedridden mm-hmm. uh, for days on end sometimes, because stomach cancer can be wicked. And we, I knew that she would be in bed. If she wasn't in the dining room, like the, the main room in, mm-hmm. uh, in the house, uh, then she would be in bed. So I come in and I go upstairs and uh, I, I look quietly to, because in case she's sleeping. Mm. And then uh, if she seemed like sleeping with the eyes closed and then she would open her eyes because she knew somebody came in no matter how quiet. And how did school go? How was your day? And so we talked for a while, and uh, but she enjoyed that because when you're lying there in bed upstairs by yourself, mm-hmm. it's a lonely experience. Right. And my dad didn't have the time to run up and down, although he did go there often enough, and my sister did. Mm-hmm. 
but still, it's lonely. Mm -hmm. And uh, I know what it was like when I was in the hospital. Mm -hmm. But uh, I could sit there and uh, show what did the teacher say, and what did, and she had to know, and I had to work. And how do you like uh, Mr. Scholz, the 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 headmaster, mm -hmm. uh, the the main one? <laughs> And the one that I bit in the leg. He, uh, so I told him, and uh, did you get punished? Uh, well, uh, I didn't get a licking. Oh, so you didn't get punished? Well, I have to write a few lines, but that's not really punished because uh, it didn't hurt. Mm -hmm. I, I mean, physically. Yeah. And uh, so, uh, what did you do? What kind of lines do you have to write? And she was always interested in the goings on. And Theo would come home, and he usually go to the to the bakery because uh, my dad always thought Theo is the one that no matter what, yeah. Harry was working in the bakery already because he was that much older. As soon as he came out of grade school, he went helping in the bakery. Right. But Theo, uh, my dad always thought he is the one that is gonna. Carry on the business. Yeah. yeah, and he would have if it hadn't been for his sickness. But anyway, uh, I always went to see my mom, mm -hmm. and uh, maybe it's, it's a crazy idea, but I always thought that Theo was favored by my dad, and I was favored by my mom, mm -hmm. and then uh, my sister Annie told me once that mom was so happy when you came. I said, well, I'm sure he, uh, he was, she was happy when you came or when Ria came. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but you know that when Joseph came and he had all kinds of troubles, like uh, whatever it is called, he had cleft mouth yeah. and some other thing. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, uh, and then, Fons came, mm. and he died shortly after he was born. Mm. They barely had time. They had, in fact, had to uh, baptize him at home. Mm -hmm. That's how bad the shape he was in. And they said it's a good thing he actually died, mm -hmm. because he would have been a lot of problems. So, and then I came, and you get two in a row that bad like uh, Joseph and Fons. And then I came, and for some reason, and I never knew that, but, and he says, the first thing a mother will do is count, if they have five fingers on each hand, mm -hmm. five toes on each foot, and they check a few other things. Oh, it, it looks like a healthy baby. Yeah. Like, unlike those two. Mm -hmm. So, I can have a healthy child. Uh, you know, I'm not, uh, I'm not out. It's not the end. For some reason, that was a big thing. Mm -hmm. uh, so I go up and, uh, well, uh, I was different than the others. Well, I'm wondering. You, you talked about seeming to have a bond with your mum. Is it possible she saw you as uh, her brother, Omagratis? That that's what that could be because. It was mom's. It was mom's thought mm -hmm. 
that uh, she, the way she said uh, in Dutch to my dad one time, and I don't know what I was doing, I just happened to, to hear that. Yeah. Uh, I wasn't supposed to hear that, but I was so busy doing something that they thought probably that, uh, but it was not bad enough that, hey, and I had to be punished, I think. Mm. Uh, just like our gods, our gods, our gods, yeah. that, uh, you know, that was the, our younger brother who yeah. uh, faced off against my dad when he came with, with uh, he stood there with a shotgun in front of my dad. Yeah. And uh, <laughs> it never worked out. But anyway, uh, yeah, I started to, but I didn't know Omega artists because I never saw the man. Yeah. Never saw the man in, until later, yeah. Until shortly after the war when he came over. And uh, with that artificial leg, mm -hmm. and later on, of course, I learned how he got it. Yeah. And my dad didn't even know he had that because there was no contact during the war, and it was right in the beginning of the war when he lost the leg, but anyhow. Uh, uh, I met Omegardus then, and the way he was talking, he was, um, nothing bothered him, uh, uh, laissez-faire, yeah. uh, it's okay, uh, don't worry, be happy. And that was typically him. Uh, it's almost as if they had a, a premonition that uh, that he, somebody would have known him, and came up with the saying, uh, "Don't worry, be happy." Yeah. That was typically Omegardus, yeah. but uh, I don't know if I ever said that when he uh, when uh, that he had to go to jail. They picked him up. Yeah. Yeah, well, see, the, yeah, I think he got a, with, with he got a pardon. Laundry. He got a pardon from the Queen. From, yeah, that was the Queen's birthday, yeah. and he got that certificate, that that official pardon, yeah. <laughs> and he framed it as if it was a picture yeah. and hung it in the living room yeah. on the wall. Yeah. He was very proud of it. Yeah, I got a pardon from the Queen. Mm -hmm. Something special. <laughs> but uh, anyway, it, uh, I couldn't care less about getting a pardon from the Queen. I got no use for. Her. But that I had my own reasons. Anyhow, uh, yeah, I was compared with Omegardus in, in 1983. I was there on holidays and I went to play a game of billiards with Omegardus. And um, Harry stayed, like my brother Harry stayed downstairs. And he was talking to my aunt and the kids that were still home. And Omegardus, uh, oh, do you play billiards? Oh yeah, I love you want to go play a game billiards? Oh yeah, there's a cafe close by. I got the billiards upstairs, so put Clark, put Clark, put Clark up the stairs with his artificial leg, and I still see him humping up there. I walked right behind him, and there was his own billiard table. And of course, I gloriously lost because he could practice any time he wanted. But I got to talking to him one to one as a uh, uh, man to man and, and not like uncle to yeah. uh, so yeah. uh, uh, and how is things in Canada and what made you go to see he was interested in 
what made you go. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I kind of told him, but I knew I had to be careful because I already heard about his pardon from the Queen. Mm-hmm. So he must love that Queen mm-hmm. to death. And uh, so be careful with what you say. Uh, but we talked back and forth and he never mentioned anything about his childhood and he said, uh, how long are you going to be? And he said, maybe you can come back uh, sometime before you go back to Canada. And, uh, and of course, never happened because he lived in, uh, near The Hague. And that's a long ways away from where I, uh, where my family was, uh, down south. So uh, I didn't get to go there anymore, but I sincerely wanted to make sure the next time I go, I want to, I want to see Jomme Gratis again. I really enjoyed our little moments upstairs at the billiard table. Yeah. And uh, that was in 83, and I think it was in 84 or early 85, but I think it was in 84 when he died and I got a letter from Harry saying, oh my God, has died. And it hit me like a ton of bricks and I thought, there goes my visit because, well, you don't go every year. Uh, I went in 78 for the first time and then in 83, uh, when uh, when uh, no, I wonder. Yeah, that was in '83. In '78, I never went up there. Mm-hmm. Uh, it was in '83 because uh, Harry had more time to uh, uh, because he was already living in Oplo again, mm-hmm. and uh, uh, he, like Kievan was in the bakery and. Uh, he said, you want to see your McArthur's? Mm-hmm. So we went to see yeah. your McArthur's, but anyhow, yeah, that is what... So interesting, so you, you've got the, all three kids now, we're looking at about six or seven, you got uh, John come along, first boy, sounds like he takes a little bit after uh, his dad with some of his... Uh, in, 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 in a way, what? or and that seems to kind of go back to kind of a theme of Omegratis kind of character. Omegratis, he never stopped. He, he was never going to work no. for the simple reason it didn't matter what it had to be, mm. but he would do it. Yeah. He was uh, like a shoemaker, and then he, uh, the shoemaker business was not that advantageous yeah. during the war, so he started to work yeah. for the streetcar yeah. in, in, in The Hague. Yeah. But uh, the Germans were trying to get as many available healthy men as they could for their army. Yeah. And uh, that's why he got the wooden leg. There was no way he was going to fight for the Germans. Uh, he, he was highly principled. Like, uh, if it was a matter of principle, don't talk to him because he wouldn't hear about it. Mm. That was the. Uh, he felt responsible to protect his sister. Mm-hmm. She was maybe a bit older than him, but his sister, nevertheless, mm. and she was just a little girl. And it was bad enough that uh, he got blamed for the fire that he didn't set. Yeah. 
that took the life of his father, my grandfather, mm -hmm. that uh, it always had a big influence on him. Mm. And uh, so he was highly principled. That, I, I like that about the guy that no matter what, yeah, uh, uh, you would have a hell of a hard time hanging a price tag on them, let's put it that way. Mm -hmm. uh, I never could figure out how you could. You said, well, uh, in that case, well, let no, no, uh, he would die for it. Mm -hmm. And I admire that in him. I really, uh, when, when, you, when you stand on, on a conviction, on you, you have a conviction about something in life, then stand with it, stick with it. But, uh, yeah, the, the kids, they get older and uh, uh, Sonia went to high school and she, um, what was that, she, oh, she met a boy in high school, you know, the, the, when you get to high school, that's when things start to change a bit and different molecules start coursing through your blood. And uh, she had trouble keeping up and I couldn't say that you can, although I did say that. And uh, when she had to learn about logarithms, for instance, she said, I can't learn, I, I can't grasp it, I don't understand. So fortunately, I had logarithms taught to me in, uh, in math. So I explained that to her, the way, the way I learned, not the way they were teaching here in school. Oh, she said, now I see. And she said that many times. How come that the teacher couldn't tell me the way you told me, but for some reason, and I think that was still a leftover from the sanatorium. I was the one that visited her all the time because mm -hmm. one didn't have a driver's license and she couldn't come unless somebody had brought her, but nobody would have the time because we were young and we were all having young families. Yep. So uh, I went whenever I had a chance before work or after work. Uh, I even changed shift for her, but she saw me on a more regular basis, and on top of that, when there was a new baby and in a young mind, oh, they got a new child, so they don't want me anymore, mm -hmm. except daddy. Daddy comes all the time. Mm -hmm. And that has stuck somehow for a long time. So uh, it's very unfortunate, but it, it did influence her life to a great extent. And, uh, but uh, she started to say that uh, she couldn't keep up and she couldn't keep up. But the boy that she was crazy about, I don't know where uh, uh, she got to know him, but uh, all the girls were crazy about him. And that was, she was going to the Catholic high school, mm -hmm. but this boy was going to Anderson High School. That was the public, the, the public high school. And she said she couldn't keep up because the, the Catholic high school, uh, they have to be uh, a bit more 
uh, strict, because uh, uh, they teach an excessive amount of religion, and that has to be made up somehow, because they got to still meet the 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 end result expectations of the regular curriculum, and uh, so. Uh, she nagged long enough and she went to go to Anderson High School because she couldn't keep up with Dennis O'Connor. And uh, it wasn't long after that she couldn't keep up and the grades were bad. And uh, So she finished high school, all right, she made it, but uh, and then she went to work and it was fine, but um, she went with the boy. And she wanted to show off, yeah, uh, eat your heart out, because it's my boyfriend. Mm -hmm. uh, and yeah, but that that was Sonia, where as Tam, uh, she had to come out with uh, with uh, better scores. Like if she gets uh, eighty percent, I got to no, I I, I got to be able to do better. Yeah. And she would always try, and she would always ask me too. And uh, one time I remember she came home and she said, do you know that, because um, uh, I forget the teacher's name, but he was upset because he was teaching math, and I always emphasized, uh, mm -hmm. emphasized to the kids that knowing math and language was very important. So, be attentive when in math class. And this teacher who taught math, uh, he was scolded and f uh, f uh, parents of kids had complained to the principal about him being too strict. Mm -hmm. And uh, he came, I think he was Irish, but he came anyway in school one time and he was really ticked off because he must have had a bit of a chat with the, the principal. Mm. And he said, okay kids, I'll make it very easy on you. I'll be just like everybody else. Kind of do your own thing. And if you don't make it, it's not my fault. Uh, uh, you, you don't need to worry about me. Uh, just, I'll just teach you. If you want to learn, fine. If you don't want to learn, it's your problem. And, uh, and he was, not the same anymore. Time said, I, uh, I don't like it. It's, uh, I don't learn as well. Before I could ask him, and how is this, how is that? I could even ask him twice, and he would explain to me. Now he said, don't ask me, I explained it, and it's in the book, you figure it out. So uh, I went to the Whitby Mall, where my friend had that restaurant, mm. Mm. and I said, um, well, we had to go to Wulco, I think, I don't know what it was, but I said, uh, you want to have a, a drink or something, we go into that restaurant here. Mm -hmm. Oh yeah, that was great. So we we go in there, and uh, but just as we get to the parking lot, she said, oh, there is Mr. that math teacher. Yeah. I, I should remember his name, and I always do, but not when I need to. 
But uh, ask her and she'll tell you. Uh, I said, oh, is that the math teacher that uh, doesn't care anymore? And she said, yeah. So I started to walk faster because he was ahead of us mm -hmm. going to the mall yeah. on the parking lot. And I called out, I said, Mr. whatever his name. And he said, yes. He said, oh, uh, another parent complaining. I said, yes. I said, my daughter here tells me that you don't want to be strict anymore. And she's very disappointed because she loved it the way things were. So what is the problem? I said, the problem is that she came home and told me that you had said, well, you do your own thing and I'm not... Uh, so, uh, so what about it? He said, I get too many complaints from parents that I'm too strict. I said, well, my complaint is that you're not strict enough now. I said, it was great before. Mm -hmm. She comes home, she can do her own homework in math, uh, never had any problems with it because she could ask questions in the class, but now uh, you do your own thing, uh, it's okay, it's okay. I said, I like it when you do the way the teacher is supposed to do it. Mm. I said, that's the kind of teachers I had, except in, at, in my time we had corporal punishment yet. And, oh, he said, well, and then he put out his hand, and so we introduced ourselves to each other, more or less. Yeah. And then, uh, that talking to the teacher like that. Yeah. Uh, but of course, that uh, we were more or less the same age. Yeah. I may have been a bit older. But, uh, yeah, she wanted to, uh, it didn't matter that they were strict, she wanted that. Yeah. And uh, she always learned accordingly and uh, very diligent and uh, I thought well yes mom because my mom I saw and her entire emotional makeup but the thing that got me the most is when I was about to scold her about some infraction or another. You know, you, uh, quick solution, uh, give him heck. And uh, so, uh, and then she, she stands there looking down, and then she looks up, looks me straight in the eye. And I see those eyes, and I saw my mom's eyes so identical, mm -hmm. it scared me, and I couldn't say anything. It, Holy mackerel, it, uh, she is so exactly, and the more I think about it, the more I see uh, uh, no, I may not be reincarnation, but she sure has a load of Van Wees genes, and whether it probably is more Lagarde genes than Van Wees, because her parents was from Lagarde. like Ireland. They're like her mom was, uh, her grandma, my grandma was French. Mm -hmm. she, uh, she was the child of a Napoleon soldier who stayed behind when Napoleon went back to France. And that's where the French side comes in.
And that was partly the reason why I started to like the Montreal Canadiens. Uh, yeah. So it definitely sounded like Tam reminded you of your mother. But we got to wrap it up because we're getting the yeah. I just because I know Tam's going to listen to this broadcast. Oh, and so, I just want to I want to clarify something. So right from an early age, she was very competitive. Oh, uh, uh, it. Uh, yeah, well. Yeah, uh, yeah, yeah. She was, and don't let her into. No, she you. was competitive, <laughs> all right. Yeah. She wanted to. She didn't want to be the last one in the class. Yeah. No, even if she couldn't, then it didn't matter. And there is always somebody uh, who has a higher horse. But it was not for the lack of trying. Uh, yeah. Yes, she was competitive. Uh, if it was in life, I think it was uh, based on it's more principle. But yeah. if it was, for instance, she loved to play card games, yeah. and uh, then uh, don't worry about principle. If uh, even if you had to cheat, uh, she would cheat, yeah. uh, and. That is something that I couldn't understand because uh, if you lose a game, you lose a game. When I played chess with Dylan, mm. and in the beginning I uh, I won handily, and then Mother here says, uh, "Why don't you let him win sometime?" Because you know the, he loses all the time. I said, "When he wins." I have no argument. Mm. He won on his own account, on his own strength, and by my mistakes. Otherwise, I'm not going to let him win. The problem now is that I am in his shoes, and he is not letting me win that I can see. But uh, uh, no, I uh, uh, even with the game. Uh, if you win, you win. Yeah. If you lose, you lose. That's yeah. it. Uh, you don't win at all cost. Uh, I wouldn't want to win at all cost in business either. Yeah. You've got to be. Uh, it has to be based on, on, uh, on a moral principle. Yeah. And uh, what moral principle can you apply to a game of cards? A chess game. Okay, chess game. There is no. There is, oh, you were lucky. You were dealt. The right hand. No, no, no. Uh, it starts off equal, and from there you're on behind the wheel. Okay, we'll kind of wrap it up. I think we're kind of done, and we'll pick up next week. And then, uh, Tam, for you, listen to this. I just want to clarify for you: you were competitive from an early age. You always were. I win. I was right. <laughs> okay. Uh, well, yeah. She always <laughs> wanted to do good in school too, for yeah. the same reason. Yeah. Okay. We'll talk to everyone uh, next week.